Take a big breath, everybody. Now, listen, this is the most exciting thing that has happened since the beginning of lockdown. Uh, I don't want to sort of jinx ourselves, but I think, I think, fingers crossed, everybody cross your fingers very hard, cross your legs, cross everything. I think Judith and I, thanks to Daisy, I can hear mm. Judith in the yeah. background. Yeah. I think yeah, yeah, yeah. we have a clean contact. <gasps> I think oh, we have to. I can hear you. Oh, isn't this fantastic? It's like a proper kind of, it's like a proper broadcast. I've got a big microphone in front of me, like on, on the, in the wall, like those, those broadcasters. The, do you know the funniest thing about these microphones? Judith and I have been sent microphones and um, they're called Blue Yetis. You can look them up and they are like the biggest, blackest dildo you could ever <laughs> see. Honestly, every time I catch sight of mine, I flinch. <laughs> For some reason, and I don't know why, I imagine mm. this in, being inserted in, in, into my <laughs> vagina, and I don't, I don't want that to happen. No, I can why? see why. Looking at the size of it, Jenny. It's huge, now it? you've put that thought into my head. I shan't look at it in any other way. I should look at it the way I look at cucumbers in that plastic wrapper every time, don't you? With the cucumbers, that's a Ooh. terrible admission. We are in the second dollop of lockdown now. Aren't we? Yeah, we are. We are. I think we're sort of one on? week into it, aren't we? Yeah. Uh, yeah, how am I getting on? Well, I'm, I'm not getting on with Mike very well, I have to say. The first lockdown, oh. we got on really, really yeah. well. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we kind of, I don't know, there was something very nice about be, pulling together, you know, having a, we had a routine. Well, we still kind of do have this routine, you know, coffee with the nice cups at 10.30 and then, you know, a bike ride in the afternoon. We were really getting on well. Last few days, Jenny, I don't know whether this has happened to you, he is really getting on my tits. I want some specifics here. What specifically is getting on your tits? (laughs) Well, yesterday, and actually I have to say, I think I might have overreacted a bit. He lost. Already? Already, I'm I'm on Mike's side. I'm sorry. (laughs) You won't be when I tell you. I tell you, you will not be. Okay. I've got this weeding implement, which I sent off for, and it's my favourite weeder. It's brilliant, okay? It gets dandelions up. Every time I use it, I think, this is fantastic. So, Is it a zapper, Judith? Does it zap? Oh, no, zappers don't work. I've tried those. I've tried the things that burn them and all that. Complete waste of time. (laughs) It's an actual device, right? Okay, Okay. and it it is particularly good for dandelions. Anyway, so I walked over because he was doing some weeding, and I said, look... If you like, use this because this is the brilliant thing. But don't forget, it is my favourite gardening implement. So please look after it, okay? So off I went. I entrusted him, okay? I entrusted him with that weeder. Your special toy, yeah. Well, you know what happened, don't you? Well, he can't find it. He doesn't wear it. He's dropped it somewhere. He's dropped a bit everywhere. So, oh, God, this is a terrible admission. Yesterday, I just I go look for it, you know, what have you done with the weeder? What weeder? Oh, not even oh dear sorry i don't know what yeah. oh did you leave that slippery oh, i don't know oh, oh that's slippery of him <sighs> so anyway i made him go through the uh <laughs> the, the the gardening recycling bins last night because they were coming to be collected so they had to get so we did that twice and been around all but can't find the fucking thing i am furious i'm so bloody furious yeah there's been some bad behavior actually well there i has can't been some- <laughs> I just, I, I'm going to let Mike off the hook with that one, but he has oh, you? black. No, I'm going to give him an order mark, I think. Uh, well, only that? <laughs> yeah, I'm giving, but remember, <sighs> three you. order marks and he gets a detention. So tell him you better watch it. <laughs> I, um, I, okay, Jeff and I are getting on very, we're fine. We're absolutely fine. Are you? The only thing that absolutely horrifies me, and I have to keep my voice down a bit because he's in the next yeah. room, his sauce habits, Judith. Sauce? Sauce, as, as in, in condiments. Ketchup. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, 
it's there's there's sauce and there's sauce to you, Dith. There's <laughs> honestly, it's just the sheer amount of brown sauce the man can go through. The sheer really? amount, and then go I. On. He, get, he caught me giving him, giving him a dirty look while he sort of was dolloping on the brown sauce. And he sort of smirked at me. He says, I've got two other bottles. <laughs> <laughs> and I think he's been online. He has actually been online and he's bought a couple yeah. of catering uh, size jars he's of not. sauces. Yeah, he right. has. There's a, right, yeah, there's a catering jar of chilli sauce. <laughs> on the... <laughs> Well, where, are they, where are they? Hold on a minute. Which cupboard are they going in? They must be absolutely, they must be monopolising your kitchen well, cupboards. Well, the, the, there's one, there's the very big um, catering sized jar of chilli sauces in the drinks fridge, which obviously I resent because I'm a borderline <laughs> alcoholic and I'm thinking well, that's taking up wine space. Oh, yeah. But I think the thing is, I think when people buy those big catering sized things, yeah. it's a bit like women who buy boxes of wine. So that they yeah. can't really see how bad their habit is <laughs> until they have a massive breakdown when the box is empty. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's just like if that if that cage if lockdown hasn't finished before that catering size of chili sauce to do. I'm genuinely <laughs> um, but yeah. he, to give him his credit, he did buy me a similarly sized jar of mayonnaise. mayonnaise. I yeah. knew you were gonna say yeah. mayonnaise. Yeah. yeah. Well that was but, thoughtful, wasn't it? Yeah. But, but I mean you can't have any room for anything in that drinks thing that if you've got all that in there. Oh, you, don't I mean you, worry, you haven't got did. large kitchen cupboards anyway, have oh, you? I've, I've I've barely got a kitchen cupboard. I've never <laughs> Mm. I've never been unhappy with the galley kitchen, Judith. I've never needed anything more. But, you know, now I would I would wrestle the pencil out of the architect's hand, I really would, and just say... Yeah, well, I'd say, listen, galley kitchen, fine, but I need a fucking chest freezer. I need space yeah, yeah, for a chest yeah, freezer, yeah, 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 even yeah. if it's in some kind of lock-up shed bit outside. Yes, got, I was thinking yeah. that. You could do that, you know, couldn't you? You have a sort of, you know, well, you could, he could keep all his sauce in there. He could have all the bloody catering <laughs> packs of sauce in the, in the shed... We're actually not that. allowed. We're not allowed to shed because we built out to the absolute furthest we were allowed to build. But I don't, mm, really. you know, nobody would see if we just had a little sort of lock up. But I wouldn't trust the foxes in South East London not to be able to pick the lock students. Because, because <laughs> can I tell you another thing that happened? Go on. Yeah. With um, because nature's nature's red in tooth and claw at the moment, isn't it? Bursting out all over. It's very beautiful. Um, but can I right? Let me tell you what happened the other day. I was sitting down watching my some television. Right, bang, bang, bang behind me. I thought, oh, Jeff's upstairs. Yeah, what's he huh? doing? Is he trying to open a catering size jar of chili sauce? What's what's going on here? <laughs> Turn around, bloody great fox, bloody great fox in my house with one of my shoes in its mouth. You are joking. I am not joking, Judith. <laughs> it just walked it, into the back door. In the back stro- door, strolled in, strolled in, as cheeky as cheeky as you like. <laughs> Attracted by the smell of your shoe? Oh, well, it was one of my yellow suede old shoes, so it's probably quite yeah. ripe inside. It's a it's oh, yeah. leather inside and a suede out. I think maybe he thought it was a big piece of cheese or a piece of chicken, I don't know. But he had it in his mouth, or she couldn't... I didn't look at the undercarriage. And I had to go... I had... I, I sort of froze for a second, then I thought, well, I've got some decision to make here. I either go screaming and girly, okay, and jump up (laughs) on the sofa, or I go into, you know, strict army major mode like my dad and start shouting in a very posh voice, Hey, get up, get up, get up with you, put that down, put that right down, right now. (laughs) Which one did I do, Judith? (laughs) Yes, of course I did. It's brilliant. Get up, right now, right now. (laughs) That is a brilliant... 
brilliant voice, and I think you should be using that more often. I think you should be. I think. You, well, you know <laughs> where we need it, Jess. Judith. Where do we need it? Well, in the supermarkets, because <gasps> yeah, we do. Oh, we do. I, How well yeah. has it been? How was the shop? I went yesterday, and honestly, it's. I don't, I do, how often do you go to a big supermarket? Well, we've stopped going because Sienna's doing the supermarket shop and then bringing it uh, oh, slash saying it. hello. That means you so, get to say hello. Well, we do. And that's, you know, to be honest, that's sort of more important to me than the supermarket shop. But because, but I did go yesterday very early to Waitrose because I had to buy a big bunch of flowers. So I did experience Waitrose yesterday. And I don't know whether you'll feel it, but people dawdling in the middle of the fucking aisle, standing in the middle of the aisle. Yeah. yeah. Blokes, and, obviously, looking at also, the butter beans, thinking, oh, move out of the bloody way. I think, and in your waitress, does it have a one way system? Because my Sainsbury's no. doesn't. No, and no. It, I mean, n- that would that would be, I think some supermarket, that, I mean, for God's sake, why are we not in charge? I mean, we do need to be in charge so badly. Well, especially with my sergeant major voice. Absolutely. One way, one way voice. only. Do not double back on the aisle. No doubling back on the aisle. No re-entering the aisle. Once you've made your decision, move along, move along, right now. <laughs> I think you could, you know, you could have a few claps like that as well, could you? Come on, quickly, quickly. Come on, come on. Well, no, you could. I do Sergeant Major, so I have a baton yeah. under my arm and a, yeah. a loud hailer. And you could oh, do yeah. the firm, strict but fair <laughs> primary school teacher who actually is really scary as well. Couldn't agree more. Did you wear the mask? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm totally masked up in supermarket, Judith. Absolutely. Good. I'm, Good. I don't wear masks for my walk, but for supermarkets. And it did make me feel a little bit more protected, I have to say. Um, the other thing I've been up to, guess where yeah. I've been this week? Don't know. Well, not very far. Well, would have been, where have you been to this week? Where could you have gone apart from the Sainsbury's? Oh, now I'm intrigued. Wow. Go on. I've been phoning and phoning and phoning every day. Phoning every day ah, to see... Jeff's salon! You've been to the salon! You've been to I've Jeff's been to, salon! I've been to Jeff's kitchen salon. Yes, I Go have. on. Um, well, he was very difficult. It was hard to pin him down. Sometimes I'd phone, he just didn't pick up the phone because he knew it was <laughs> me and he knew what I wanted. And I took to leaving long, uh, pleading uh, messages. Jeff, Jeff, it's your favourite client. <laughs> Jeff, I need a bleach. Anyway, oh, God. I you have never in. done anything so traumatic. Um, honestly, I mean, Jeff and I haven't done anything particularly dangerous together. We've never been abseiling. We've never been scuba diving. You know, you and Mike have probably done more dangerous things than Bits we have, pieces, uh, yeah, 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 than we have yeah. ever ever done together. But oh, God. home bleaching, home bleaching. Well, was the one. trust involved. What I'm thinking about is you, you. Well, the, yeah, I mean that's Absolutely. a big trust thing, isn't oh, it? Oh, Judith. Yes, it Blimey. was. And Go you know, on. and I wasn't. A, I was quite difficult. You know, as soon as I got in the chair, I was flinching and difficult and, and sort of screaming at him, read the instructions, read them out loud. I want to know what you're yeah, doing. Yeah. And then oh, as yeah. he started doing it, you know when you go to quite a bad hairdresser and you can always tell as soon as they touch your head that they don't know what they're doing oh, because Jenny. they're tentative. Do you know I what do. I mean? I and do. I was just... He was probably scared shitless. Uh, absolutely he was. Did he have one of those funny little brushes? Did it come... Is it, is it, is it, so it came in a kit, presumably. With a, it with, came with in a the... kit, but because yeah. they've gone all eco, this kit I bought it from, they decided yeah. not to send a plastic bowl or a brush. Oh, so we no. had to improvise. But What um, brush did you use? 
And an oil brush, brush, an oil painting brush. Oh, don't be ridiculous, <laughs> I haven't got a pastry brush. <laughs> no, it's stupid thing. Oh, but I have got quite a good selection of uh, painting brushes. Oh, so I so used a nice wide flat right. oil painting brush. Okay. And in the end I could feel him sort of getting to grips with it. And um, anyway, we left it on for as long as they said, do not leave it on for over 45 minutes. Jesus. We stretched that a bit, 50, you know. And you did. Could, you went over yeah. the forty-five. I'd have gone under. No, no, I'd no, because it, it's orange, Judith. It doesn't. It goes through the colour stages, and there's <gasps> a. If when it hasn't quite lifted, it's quite orange, and I have to say there are some orange patches. There are some bits he didn't quite get. Oh, you mean but, it's orange when it where, where it's sort of the aftermath? The effect is orange at the yeah, end. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right. So right. I've got sort of some nice blonde bits. I've got some orange bits. I've got some bits that we missed. <laughs> Did he give you some uh, magazines while it was cooking? I was too tense. While he was <laughs> no, I was too tense, Judith. And I then the rinsing off. The rin- and the other thing, if I was to remodel this house, if I could go back and wrestle the pencil off the architect, yeah, I'd want a backwash sink. A backwash sink. Because I tried to sort of, because we haven't got, um, I bet you've got, have you got one of those attachments in your bath that you can shower your hair off with? No. Do you remember those things that we used to have when we were kids before, like showers? They were those plastic things. Do you remember those? And they always came off. Do you remember? Yeah. Yeah. And you'd have to sit, you'd have to be in the bath and then you'd have to do your hair while you were in the bath, didn't you? Yeah, do well, that's what that? I do anyway. Mm. I do that. I wash, always wash my hair in the bath. Um, but I was sort of leaning over the bath and I was trying to do it with the Pyrex oh. jug. And oh, it was, it, yeah, it was a bit yeah. of a mess, to be quite yes, honest Yes, I can, be, can visualise that. And then Jeff said, you've got to get in the shower, just get in the shower, get it off, it's got to come off now. <laughs> and uh, so I had to, then I was naked. <laughs> So I'm like I'm, I'm I'm fat and naked with orange, God, <laughs> orange hair all in the shower. Weight, we? we are all putting on weight. I bet you've not. Oh, I have. I haven't dared. In fact, I got the scales out and might put a new oh, battery in them. Why would them. you? Why would you? No, no. But you see, I, I I've, I've I've been a real. This is really feeble of me because okay, Go put on. the battery in. I stepped on them yesterday. Yeah. Um, after I'd had a poo, obviously. <laughs> Not stupid. <laughs> Taking all your jewelry off. Yeah. Oh God, yeah, all that, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's still in um, kilos, you know. And obviously, I could have. If I don't know how to do it because it means putting my, my, my glasses on. Um, I don't know how to change it to stones and pounds, but I haven't really had the courage to do that. But it so, was do you know how number. much you weigh in kilos? I wrote it down, but it's poor. Oh, it's poor. Well, it, well I just know. I am. I am. I, was, I, was, I haven't stopped eating. I mean, well, I just barely come up for air. To do. There's nothing else. To do. <laughs> You can bleach your hair. That takes two hours. Well, that would, yeah. I mean, that would, yeah. That's, that stop you eating like, for a couple of it hours. It probably would. It probably but would. But there's nothing else to do, Judith. I mean, no. you know, everything's, no. everything revolves around what you're going to watch on the television, uh, a little bit of hobby stuff and eating. Mm. I've mm. never had a bosom as big as this in my life. Oh, really? Yeah, yes. Well, welcome to the club. Well, I've Are never, you bursting I, out of your bras? Yes. At the I back. Mean, I've never, every single which way, front, side, back. I mean, sometimes, and I've never had much of a bosom. You know me, I never got a bosom till I was 50. And then, you know, I never, the menopause basically gifted me a bosom. Um, a bosom, and I've never a had bosom, as you like to call a bosom, it, a bosom. A bosom. And I've now, I've become quite cleavagey. And it's, I don't know quite what to do with it. Sometimes I have to kind of gather the bosomy bits that have fallen out of the bra 
and kind of put them back in. Do you? Yes. Yeah. Has, has anyone ever shown you how to put a bra on? I remember going to Bravissimo with that, you know, that chain of big yeah. bosomed, it's, you know, it is designed for the big bosomed woman. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and yeah, I remember, that. you know, you get fitted and everything. And they always, of course, they always change the size, which means you have to buy loads of the bloody bras. Yeah. And um, she showed me how, and you're supposed to lean over and kind of, you know, sort of, oh. and they're supposed to fall, fall in. into the cups. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. And then you put yeah. it on and everything. I mean, it's ridiculous. But yes, perhaps that might be a, you know, might be the way forward, Jenny. That would be a bit like sort of driving a forklift truck, you know, sort of forward (laughs) a bit, sideways a bit, back a bit. Oh, they're in now. Lift. Oh, hoist. Up you come. Yeah. Hoist. No. Hoist is the right word. See, the it? thing is, Judith, I've never had a bra that's had a fastener because uh, I just wear those. I wear a sloggy, um, non-fastened, just elastic bra. Never. Yeah, because they go up. They go up to a sort of... I, well, I wear a 36 or 38A or something like that. Do I might you? just have to go up to a 40A because it's just all back fat, really. It's, it, it's just fat. <laughs> I have never worn a bra that did not even the first Tina teeny starter bras, which I can visualise as I'm saying it. Um, They've always had fastness on the back and now they've got, you know, just like four uh, hooks and eyes. Great big things. Well, you might have to to send me some of your old bras. I might might do. I think I've kind of grown into them. Anyway, um, are you finding... I haven't used my handbag for weeks. Obviously, I've forgotten what it's like to have a handbag. Well, I take my handbag out with me, Judith. Yes, I do. I don't know why it is. It's like a security blanket thing. When Jeff and I go for our walks, I I always take my handbag, yes, with my keys and my sunglasses. Yeah, yeah, I I don't know. I just don't feel ready. I don't feel <laughs> ready for life, ready for the I world. Without my handbag, yeah. No. I know I know you've got a bit of a bum bag thing going on at I the I have got a bit of a bum bag thing. I find that thing. really worrying. I, don't, I just don't know whether you're actually allowed a bum bag, Judith. Mm, it is quite... It's, 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 it's a look, it's, isn't it? It's a bad style form. I have to say it's a bad look. And I've got a horrible feeling that it's going to be very hard to shake off post-lockdown because I've got a really good system going on because I've got my phone, you know, if I want yeah. a podcast on. I've got my lip still. I've got... My, sometimes I have a bit of lipstick. I've got my reading glasses and my sunglasses because I need both of those at the moment, you know. And yeah. um, it's all there. It's all there. Gardening, painting, dressmaking. It's all there with me. Yeah, you see, I Looks what I've now. got rather than a bum bag because I don't think I, I don't sort of stride out as much as you do, and I don't have the garden thing. So what I've got dotted around the house are little nests of the stuff that I need. Have you little stations? Yeah, little stations. Yes, oh, yeah. with a sort of maybe notebook, pen, oh. uh, my eye medication, and uh, the spray I use to clean my glasses and a glasses wipe. Yeah, I've got those dotted about. Nice. I'm not putting. Nice. In, are you are you keeping tidy? Because I'm not really putting things away so much anymore. No, standards just really because nobody's going to call round, are they? I mean, literally, well, not. nobody's. <laughs> literally, nobody is going to call round. Have you changed your sheets? Uh, have changed my sheets because I like that feeling of getting into new sheets. Well, don't yeah. don't tell me you. Well, I know what you like for changing <laughs> sheets. Go on. How many times have you changed them? Since, don't tell me you haven't changed them since lockdown. <laughs> Jenny, I think no, we've changed them once, and I change. <laughs> Don't know whether I have. Um, yes, yeah, of course I have. I've changed them three times. I've, I've changed them once, right? I'm not ironing. I'm not ironing my my sheets, but I am ironing my pillowcase. Because, you yeah. know, we're so lazy. That's okay. Yes, I think that's perfectly acceptable. However, yeah, so you haven't changed the you know sheets. What? This house. 
No, well, have once, Judith. Honestly, I think I have once. <laughs> Must have done. Uh, we're so lazy. Jeff uh, got a voucher for the um, white company, and we were toying with buying a new set of sheets, just oh, yeah. so that they'd just arrive in the post, and we and they'd all be pristine. <laughs> and, and you'd be able to just, take them out of the yeah. packet and put them on, <laughs> like a new shirt. Yeah, lovely. Oh, lovely. Do you know Mrs. Sim- you know you know Mrs. Simpson who married that Edward? I can never remember whether it was Edward six or seven or eight. You know Mrs. Simpson, Wallace yeah. Simpson. That's right. And she she apparently um, she had a nap every afternoon, and she demanded that her bed was completely changed with new sheets. You know, really high thread, sort of you know proper brand kind of cotton, new, brand, brand new sheets every single time. I mean that that's the behaviour of a brat, isn't it? That is really really. The behavior. I mean, that's. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, yeah, she's. Well, she was. A, she was trouble. I, she was we're on trouble. the royals. She, well, yes, I know where mm. you're going with this. Well, I'm. Yeah. I'm just leading in because I just want your your opinion on this, Judith. I'll sit back and I'll just listen to you. Well, I'm sorry, but Meghan and Harry on the front page of the newspapers yesterday, mm-hmm. saying that they wouldn't deal with the tabloids. They refused to deal with the tabloids. I. Just could not be less interested. I am I'm furious, actually, that the papers would even give them the oxygen of the airspace. Like, well, get over I, yourselves. I have to admit, Judith, oh, yeah. I'm very disappointed. I'm very, very disappointed in them because their timing, yes. their timing of yes. this could not be more off kilter. We could, don't give a shit at no. the moment, do we? No, worse and than it's that, such a they shame. bogged off. They bogged off and, you know, I'm sorry, but the ship is sinking. Don't start... Oh, you've really got me now. Don't start some charitable thing over there to help the volunteers here. If you cared that much, get the fuck back. I'm sorry. That, oh, I am so furious. <laughs> Listen, Judith, I think the ship has sailed and the ship has sunk. If we're going to sort of do our metaphors, I think I, I don't think we want them back at the moment, actually, no, we because don't, I think actually. they'd just be annoying. No, good rinse. Good and rinse. that is a little bit, you know, they're going to have to spend some time away now and then they can come back with their tails between their legs and then we yeah. will we'll welcome yeah. them back at some point yeah. in the future, yeah. but yeah, not yeah, right yeah. now. Talking about families and, uh, you know, difficult family members and feuds and all that kind of thing. We've oh, yeah. just had our, every Sunday we do an online family quiz. Brilliant. Well, up to a point. And it's quite complicated and technical because we all do it on Zoom. And yeah. it's all the different various households. There's my brother and his wife and kids in Tunbridge Wells. There's me and Jeff in Camberwell. My sister and her second son down the road in Camberwell. Her First son in Cornwall, he's a floater. Zach, he'll play with anyone he fancies playing with. And then Phoebe and Tristram in New Cross. And we all do this Zoom thing. And what happened, Phoebe started it and then the winner does the next quiz. So it's oh, my sister. Oh, fabulous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, my sister and her son Jasper, they did such a quiz. I mean, it was two hours of quizzing. Blimey. Two hours, Julie. Blimey, yeah. I, yeah, Jeff and I lost. What, you mean as in bottom? You came bottom? We came bottom. Oh, yeah. that's not good. That's well, not I good. Know. You're supposed to know stuff, aren't you? Well, I mean, us well, grown-ups. Well, I know. And there was a bit you, of... You know, you, which you... ones did you fall down on? Well, um, I can give you some of the questions if you want. They weren't oh, easy. God. Um, God. But I, I, you know that when you said that earlier on, you said that some of the things Mike was doing annoyed you? Yeah. Well, during the quiz, I just thought, Jeff, you're supposed to be... <laughs> Jeff. 
why, why don't... Obviously, I don't know this, but why don't you know it? That kind of thing. Jeff, you know thing... <laughs> Because my this is your doing, job. Your job yeah, to know your that. Job to know the history stuff. Why? Okay, so uh, the I'll give you. Uh, okay, so when did the Berlin Wall go up? Go up. Yeah. Oh. I think you'll remember 40? when the Berlin Wall came down. Forty-five. Forty-five. Did it go up in forty-five? So, no, no, Judith. No, Judith. Even I was closer. I said sixty-three. <laughs> it was actually sixty-one. As late uh, as that. Yeah, yeah. That's why my dad was out there, of course. And it all Uh, made sense. uh, Because he went out there to be, oh, a spy, basically. But anyway. Um, So it's my brother, unfortunately, one. My brother and his family. And he's going to compile a quiz. And he has already said that his aim is to compile a quiz at the end of which I don't score a single point. Oh, Jenny. Oh, Jenny. I think you're going to have to, are you going to have to plead technical problems here? That's, that's a brilliant that, that, idea. That's a, yeah, that sounds like... The trouble is, if you keep losing, you won't get hold of the reins, will you, in order to, to set we've, the questions? Is that we've what you already, mean? We've, yes, this is, this, is, this is the thing that has been bothering me the most this week yeah. about yeah. not getting hold of the reins of the quiz. Precisely. But we've, de- we've decided that even if we don't win, because there's only two of us, that we should be given a chance to compile a quiz. And Jeff has already <laughs> been saying... I'm yeah. going to get some fucking art questions that none of them, yeah, none of the idea, idiots really. will know. I mean, really, yeah, he's yeah, yeah, he's yeah, quite yeah. vengeful. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, I, I don't blame him. You see, I I've opted out of that of that sort of competition because we've had it. We've had a couple of quizzes as well. Not not as sophisticated as yours, it doesn't sound, but we have had a couple, and they they are great. But I, I think because I am such a dunce, I'm always terrible at pop quizzes, actually. Yeah, and I'm not too. stupid, but I'm no, useless yeah. at it. I, just, I don't retain facts. No, I don't. I don't care. I was like that as a kid at school. I remember <laughs> at school thinking, well, I'm not going to need to know that. Why am I going to need to know my nine times yeah. table? It's too complicated. No, yeah, not doing I haven't got room in my head for that. Precisely. Never mind yeah. about now. I've got any room. Um, so I, I, I think what I do and have done is, is sort of silly rounds. And I just, you know, I, so I had a... Well, I thought was rather good. So I had a kind of household object that I knew I knew that they would sort of know. Like I got Ellen's little little Ted that she used to love as a kid, <laughs> and I put a tea towel over it and I held it up to the screen and I said, "Well, what do you think this is?" You know, and there was a sort of little clue, and they had to guess. And then I took the tea towel off. That was you see. I think that I think if you're going to do you a see, quiz, you I need think to do that, you, that way. That's the sort of thing you want. You Precisely. want some things. Yes. Did anybody cry? I'd have cried if I'd seen little Ted. Yeah, but I think I cried. I think I cried. Of course you I did. thought it was a bloody good round anyway. And I think yeah. that's, that's, oh, you don't want history questions. That, and that's just humiliating. Have you watched, have you, did you watch the quiz thing on ITV? <coughs> yeah. About, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I know, I know. It's sort of how ironic that we get the most popular show during the coughing pandemic is a programme about coughing. Oh, God. But I it was well yes. done, wasn't it? It was well done. I hadn't, hadn't noticed the irony of that. That's, 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 that's clever. It was well done. But do you know what? You know, you know in the drama, because obviously it was about who wants to be a millionaire, there was this sort of figure with kind of quite a lot of tan on called David, called David Briggs. And he, and yeah. he devised it. You know that character? I used to, I the, the one that looked him. like he'd used gravy on his face slightly. <laughs> yes, he did. I don't remember him looking particularly tanned, but anyway, I suppose he might have done. Uh, but yeah, I was out with him. I was out with him for quite a long time while he was pitching it to um, to broadcasters. 
And I am ashamed to say, I mean, I remember him talking about it, saying, you know, it's a quiz show and, you know, it's another question. Another. And I, I, I mean, I might have even said to him, you know, well, it's just like a quiz then, is it? Oh, well, okay, whatever. And was it a serious relationship? Like, you know, kind of... It was from my point of view, Jenny. However, oh, right. he dumped okay. me. Oh my God, he dumped me. He dumped me. I haven't actually been dumped that often, but I remember it was in Tutton's Wine Bar in Covent Garden. I know it well, Judith, because I waitressed opposite. Yes. Did you? Yeah. Yes. Well, I remember it so distinctly because I wasn't expecting this at all. But he said, basically, um, I think this is getting a bit too serious. So I think, you know, we probably need to cool it off. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's it's just too intense. <laughs> and basically, it was just dumping me. And sort of well, finding he was calling you a psychopath that. as well. <laughs> but sort of basically saying, you know, you're a nut job and I can't deal with you. Well, I don't know whether he was saying that, but I remember you know, instead of kind of thinking, okay, right, he's dumping me, right, okay, we need yeah. to move on. I remember sort of saying, saying, well, we could see each other less often, couldn't we? Well, yeah. well, you know, surely we could cool, you know, it's like reasonable, you're not reasonable. This. Yeah, you're yeah. not getting this, Judith, are you? I'm dumping you now. Of course, oh God, he made so much money, so much, so, so much, much money. money. Yeah, yeah, got Picassos on the wall, apparently. Oh, God, I know. Well, listen, anyway, Judith. Um, I want to tell you something which is nice. I want a sort of silver lining, uh, a baby silver lining. My friend, beautiful Frances, that I've talked about before, her yeah. daughter, Mercedes, had a baby. Get that. Oh, um, what, recently? I you... Yes, during oh. the, on Easter Sunday, I think, in actual fact. Oh, and she did it lovely. very well. She, she went into hospital, had a water birth at... 3.15am, uh, the baby came out. Boy, nice. Um, yeah. And then she was home by lunchtime. Home Good by lunchtime, yeah. Good yeah. heaven. Was that not the first baby, surely? Yes, first baby. First <gasps> baby impressive. popped it out. Mind you, I mean, I got a baby out very easily. I've had worse yoga classes, but I was in the hospital <laughs> for five days. Did How you? are yours? What, 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 no, wait a minute. So, what, so we've never really talked about this, have we? So, no, so how isn't was it your, odd? It is odd. It is odd. So how was it, How was your labour then? It sounds like it was straightforward. Oh, yes, it was. I mean, characteristic, I unusual. <laughs> I know. Um, but I think, I, do you know, I, I don't think it was me doing the work. I think it was Phoebe. I think even as a very small baby, she kind of, well, you know what she's like. She's kind of quite adept at stuff. And I think yeah. she just thought, well, if I'm going to be born, I might as well be born and I'll put my head down here and I'll just get on with it. Really? And um, yeah. So I only went into hospital because my, I only went into hospital because my vision went blurred. And I can tell you exactly what I was watching. I was watching EastEnders and it was the night Dirty Den got shot. Yeah. And I was watching this and I thought, I've got double vision. I can see two Dirty Dens getting shot. Ooh, and I said terrifying. to Jeff, yeah. And he said, oh, I think. Mm, He'd obviously read some books, Iron Bothered, you know, pre-eclampsia. So we went to hospital, to King's, you know, there's still my local hospital. Yeah. And um, it was, it might have been a weekend night, I don't know, but it, through A&E, I mean, you know, South London A&E at nine o'clock at night, the drugs are just starting to roll in. And um, they put, uh, suddenly I sort of thought, oh gosh, I'm, I've got a tummy ache here. And I was starting to having contractions. And mm. eventually they put me in a wheelchair, took me up in a lift. And she said, oh, um, your waters haven't broken yet. Now, we can wait for this to happen naturally. Or, and she pulled out the crochet hook. She said, we can Did just she? pop it now. Yeah, so I thought, well, you know, might as well. Because yeah. apparently I was already six centimetres dilated. Never. Yes. So she popped my waters. And I basically had the baby within three hours of being in hospital. 
About one thirty in the morning. And yeah. did you have gas and air? Did you have an epidural? I didn't like. No, no, I didn't have an epidural. I didn't have gas. I didn't like the gas and air. It made me feel sick. And I just thought, well, I, I can't do this. I can't do this because I was trying the gas and air. I just thought, oh, this makes me feel awful. This makes me feel like I'm I'm going to be sick. I can't bear it. So I thought, well, if I can't bear it, I might as well get this over and done with. And I just rolled over onto all fours and just thought, yeah. oh, I've just got to get this thing out of me now. Yeah. And literally, I did about four pushes and she was out. Never. Yeah. I'm very impressed. I mean, you know, for a committed hypochondriac, I, I am... I'm really impressed. I know. Wow. And then it all went horribly wrong because I couldn't get the placenta out. So I'd done all this hard work. Yeah. And then literally they were going, oh, just one more push in the placenta. And it just, what well, it wasn't coming out. Oh, and then God. they started getting panicky about that. And I was just about to go out for, to theatre, down to theatre. And they said, oh, just one more go. And I thought, oh, God, this is so boring now. And I was cold, Judith. That was the other thing. It was February. Oh, well, yeah, and I thought, well, yeah. yeah, I cannot be in this corridor going down to this theatre, you know. So I was just, oh, and I got it out and then they let me have a bath and then I remember thinking I don't want to do this anymore I don't want this baby I can't bear to be in this hospital all I want to do now is I want to go home to my own mum I want to get into my old single bed and I want to go to sleep and I do not want to do this anymore did you yeah it's traumatic isn't it it is traumatic why what did you say feel? traumatic? Traumatic, what? like that? Traumatic, you say? <laughs> traumatic. Anyway, what was yours like? <laughs> uh, well, I didn't push. I didn't push either time. So I'm Why not? To know what, well, because, I mean, you know how big my childbearing hips are. So well, you, you narrow. Be, you're narrow uh, at the hip. Well, maybe I am. Anyway, so what happened is the waters broke with Sienna. Yeah. And at home or in hospital? Yeah, in in in, at home. And so we went into hospital because I think that's what we were told to do. Yeah, change now. So we got there and they sort of said, "Oh, you know, you know, nothing's happening at all. So we'll keep you in, and it might start to happen." Didn't happen. And so they induced me um, in the morning, and um, and that's. You know, it's 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 like it really kickstart, uh, you know, wham like that, top of the range kind of thing. And bloody hell, it hurt. I mean, I remember thinking, it's like you know, it's like being reversed over on your stomach, isn't it? (laughs) Over and over and over again. Yeah, it really hurt. Like, and I also remember that Mike, Mike must have met somebody. I think that he knew in the corridor downstairs. Get the fuck back here! Yeah, and um, so it took hours and hours. I mean, literally about twenty-four hours of that. You know, gas and air, or snatching that really, Uh, and then the epidural, of course. Um, And then in the end, I was only—I was still only six centimeters dilated. So after all that, and you were—you were like that when you were being wheeled up in the lift, sounds right? It was cesarean because. you know, Sienna was getting distressed. They had to keep doing these kind of funny tests on the top of her head, which I think were just yeah. about showing. Uh, and um, yeah, so wheeled into theatre, and there you go. So and were no, you I conscious? Never... Could you could you could yes, you hear and see what was going on? Yeah, yeah, I could. But do you know that is? I mean, that is it's it's a frightening experience being. You know, fully sort of um, numb, really. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's, it's a frightening experience. And and I think the lovely anaesthetist probably just thought, oh, we've got a right one here. And gave me a bit, you know, I think gave me just a little bit sort of thing that put me under <laughs> where it was all getting really terrible. Um, and then, of course, the baby's out and then you're all right, aren't you, really? Ish, ish. Did you like the baby immediately? Oh, I adored her. 
Really? I did, but so so you did, so so you were a bit ambivalent, oh, were you? Oh, I just remember, I just remember thinking, oh, look at that freak. Yeah. <laughs> did uh, you? Uh, yeah, and see what when I was when they said, oh, I, you know, and I couldn't get the placenta out, and I was being taken down to theatre. Jeff just held the baby and immediately bonded, and you know, fell desperately in love, which was a good thing, because it took me some time. Did really, it? really did, and I. You know, motherhood was really difficult for me in the early in the early months. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I don't think me and babies. I was terrified all the time. Really, really scared. It's terribly nerve wracking, isn't it? I mean, yeah. you, they are. Yeah, absolutely. And I think no. these young women today who are having babies during this pandemic, I think they're having to be so brave, don't you? Oh, they are. Well, apart from the else, presumably they can't. They they, they haven't got their own mums to come and help. Well, my mum didn't come and help. Did yours? Didn't she? Oh, God, she came and helped. Do you know, I remember the relief. Because I thought that's where you were going with your thing, saying that you wanted to go back into your single bed. Like, like you wanted the help. But, you know, oh, I've got to help. <laughs> no, no, no. I did, just didn't that? want to have the baby at that point. I wanted yeah. to regress totally and yeah. go back to a time that was before all that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, no, no. So your mum came up, did she? Oh, or came I remember down? The, the, the relief. Because we lived it, we lived in 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 Chiswick, and I remember getting home, and I, you know, I couldn't do the sort of breastfeeding thing, and I think she probably came on day two or really really early on, but she she came and she got the house like mum clean, you know what I mean? It was it was suddenly like, Mike was quite helpful, but yeah, not so that the play, and she she set up a, a a nappy changing station. I remember downstairs in the living room, and then one upstairs. So he didn't have to keep going up and down the stairs. Yeah. That was a you know. Brilliant. Just came with everything. Set my father out to the supermarket. Get this, get that. You know, and, uh, oh, God, the relief. The did relief. your dad come too? Your dad came too? Of course he did. Of course. Where did you put them? I'm an only child, Jenny. Of course they came. They abandoned oh, yeah. their own lives. But uh, my That's sister, hard. my sister was very good. And, I mean, she's not the most sort of milk of human kindness type, but she knew I was struggling. Yeah. And she did come round about sort of a week after the baby had been born and we'd been back from hospital about two days or something. And uh, we hadn't moved out from the bedroom, Jeff and me. We just sort of looked <laughs> at this baby and... Uh, <laughs> just, I hadn't washed, I hadn't pooed, I hadn't... You know, I, we were just in a terrible, terrible kind of slum mess. Yeah. And she just said, right, the two of you, you're leaving this baby in this carry cot or whatever. She was in a basket. I think she was in a wicker basket thing. Oh, yeah. And she said, you are going through to the sitting room. You're going to have a meal and you're not going to look at that baby or go and see if she's all right unless she cries. Good and of course, Sarah. Yeah, Sarah. Our boss Bloody Sarah. hell. I remember the turning point for me because I couldn't I couldn't feed Sienna, even though I've got these massive boobs, I've got tiny little nipples, you know, she kept sliding off. <laughs> yeah. And the more tense I got, the more you know, the more she couldn't get it in her mouth. And um oh we sent off for all sorts of milking machines from the NCT. Literally, I'd just, you know, be there at the kitchen counter with this bloody thing going on oh. and getting it into bottles. The breakthrough for me, and this is Mike actually, and he said, "Right, okay, you're going to have you're going to have a glass of champagne, and you know, for God's sake, relax, it'll be fine." And gave me a glass of champagne, and it was all right then. It was kind, of, it was kind of, I did, I needed to sort of, oh, kind you of need to unwind myself, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's um, so you could only breastfeed pissed. Brilliant. So that's the solution if there's anybody <laughs> struggling. Yes. 
<laughs> Listen, we, I think what we're saying is that if anybody's in this situation, you know, we are sending you all our love. And if there are grandparents who've got new grandchildren and you can't see them, that must be really, really must difficult. So It sending, really, really must be hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, finishing off time, yes. Judith, now. We're going yes. to have uh, just a sort of, you know, our roundup of things that are keeping us going. And can I put a bid in right now for Mallory Towers? Well... You are so right. You, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you're right. Your sort of recommendations are usually spot on, but I must say, Mallory Towers, isn't it fabulous? Oh, it's so ideal for sitting on the sofa and sucking your thumb to. It really <laughs> is. I mean, it is the ultimate in regression television. I mean, I used to love the Mallory Towers books and the St. Clair's books. Did you read them? I read them all avidly. Yeah. I, I didn't know anybody that went to public school, let alone boarding school. Yeah. But I really wanted to play lacrosse and I wanted to have, well, you know, had dorm fun. But I now realise that my thing about outdoor swimming might have come from that, of course, because yeah. I'd forgotten about the outdoor pool. Oh, the, the clock's going. Sorry about that. Oh, it really, that's <laughs> hilarious. Are up. you in your dining room? You're in your dining the, room, aren't I'm you? I'm in the dining room with all these kind of sleeping bags and pillows bunched up to the wall, to, to the windows where everybody's walking past in the village. God knows what they think is going on in here. Well, if they catch a shadow of the massive dildo microphone, they'll be very <laughs> concerned. Yes. So for everybody who doesn't know uh, about the Mallory Towers thing, it's, it's on BBC iPlayer, totally free. And uh, I think there's it, 10 episodes, I'm not too sure. I but uh, I they are wonderful. hugely they? enjoying it. Yeah, yeah. really, really. It's, uh, yeah. And which one do you want to be or which one do you like best? Oh, Daryl, of course. Why would you not want to be Daryl? You don't tell well, me you want to be somebody else. Uh, well, no, I don't want to be someone else. I'm, I'm just not any of them that are sort of on screen because there isn't a sort of bitchy, psychotic one who's sort of oh, like the matron. And... I love the matron, don't oh, yeah, you? Yeah. <laughs> She's <laughs> sort of... fabulous. I adore her. There's some lovely work going on. Daryl is such beautiful casting. Not only does she yeah. look so wonderful, but she yeah. is. She's absolutely perfect for the role. And I, I think there's some lovely work going on by Mary Lou as well, who's the drippy one. Oh, and she's yes. quietly doing some yes. really nice acting. And they all are. It's great. Yeah. Oh, it's fabulous. So there we go. That's our tip for you lot. There are yes. some nice art documentaries, really short ones. There's one, a series called Art in Isolation, and it's presented by Philip Mould, who's the bloke that does the art fraud cases with Fiona Bruce. Oh, uh, yes, ever, I know who yes. you mean. Yes, yes I yes, like that programme. Oh, well, Judith, if you look up Art in Isolation, he's yeah. got um, a collection of fabulous paintings and it's in his very, very beautiful home. One of those sort of golden Cotswoldy. I don't know where it is in actual fact. I've only just started watching them. But that's another tip for you if you're interested in art documentaries. Philip Mould's nice. Art in nice. Isolation. Yes. Um, the uh, Women's Prize for Fiction list came out last night. Oh, and, did it? Yeah, some very big hitters on it. Uh, there's the Hilary Mantel. There is the um, Hamnet, the new Maggie O'Farrell. I'm a big Mario, Maggie O'Farrell fan. And yep. the Bernadine Evaristo. Those are the three big names, but there are three lesser known uh, names on that I shall be investigating further. Well, I suppose if you did have time, you could listen to me on the Alan Jones show on uh, BBC Radio Wales, because I've, I've been doing his sort of version of um, Desert Island Discs for BBC Radio Wales. So, gang, if you are at a loose end, um, you could listen to me with my five favourite tracks and it's going out this Sunday, which is, I think, Sunday the 24th of April at one o'clock. There you are. Plug Excellent. Done. Excellent. Anyway, there we go. That is our um, pick of cultural uh, 
goodies for you. You can take your pick from that crop and uh, suggest anything that you think would help us too. So, Judith, I'm going to hand over to you now because you are you are the mistress of our um, older and wider email account. And I'd love to listen to some of the um, emails we've had this week. Right. Yes. OK. Yes, I am sort of head girl, aren't I, in terms of the, um, the emails. And um, we've had lots of people have been making the masks, which is brilliant. Claire Worthy has been making them and Maureen Catchpole and uh, Anne Gabble. They're, yeah, so they've gone very... Um, and such great names. They are great names. They sound like older and wider listeners. They, <laughs> yes, they do rather, don't they? Um, and then Jade Sandal has be, has found a Lego box somewhere in the house. Oh. I think she must have been listening to it. Was it one of our guests ages ago? She was being, she yeah. obviously gone through all the podcasts. It was Emma. It was, Emma anyway, Kennedy. She's, yeah, she's found and she's sent a picture of um, a box with an ca- old-fashioned camper van on the front and it's a Lego kit and she's been doing that and, and it's got apparently little tiny weeny curtains in it and teeny kind of um, oh, yeah. wine glasses. And she's yeah, that's it. a classic build that's out at the moment. You can get that Lego kit now. Can it looks you? like a Yes, yes, it looks like a traditional Lego camper van but the kit is available now. And it's sort of like uh, one of the beginner kits for people who are really into Lego. So it's quite tricky, but not mega tricky. Well, it makes it's me It's ideal for lockdown. Yes, isn't it just? Um, so, um, well, so keep sending us lots of emails and tell us what you're up to and lots of pictures of what you're doing. Um, and it is olderwiderpod at gmail.com. And also send us some things on Instagram. Can I just say thanks ever so, ever so much for people who've put on Instagram in the last couple of days some sympathy for me because we lost I lost a really, really good friend on Sunday in the village called Pete. Pete Strange. He was wonderful and I shall miss him so much. It's a bloody difficult time, isn't it, for all of us? Yeah, so. and I mean, you know, just so that people don't leap to conclusions, Pete didn't die, actually, of corona, did no, he? No, he had a heart attack in the garden, just sudden, suddenly had a heart attack and dropped down dead. Um, but yes, he, you know, he, he was one of my favourite people, so I shall miss him very much. Pete loved the Wurzels, OK? Oh, I've, I've gone and off Pete. No, he, he loved that. I mean, in an ironic way. And I okay. remember very recently, he was wearing a kind of funny hat, and I said, you look like the Wurzels. One a of the straw hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. And, you yeah. know, a funny little tweedy thing. And um, we had a good old laugh about the Wurzels and he put it on and we and we laughed at it. So maybe we should go out on um, on the Wurzels. I am the combine harvester. Yeah, exactly. exactly. That one. In, I, I, in, I'm, in, struggling in that. I'm, str- <laughs> I'm struggling with Sorry. that. I'm struggling with that. You know Can that I struggle it? with that. I'm not sure, but because Pete was your mate. Yeah. Oh, God, go That's on then. I might not be able to listen to the end of this show, but no, the spirit is right, and we shall we shall go out on the Wurzels, but uh, not never again. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, now listen, Judith. Lots of love. Yeah, I've been uh, lovely re- to talk you. Know, to you. All the sympathy in the world. I do know it's a very well, particularly uh, tough to week everybody this week. that's going through it. Yeah, yeah, and okay. to everybody. See you soon. See you next week. See, Bye, guys. See you soon. Lots of love. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Pitchfork and your dog to keep quiet. Now something's telling me 